Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, this is Otaku Movie Anatomy. Breaking down and reviewing some of the best and worst in the animated film genre. Is its power level over 9,000? Or is it just another Yamcha? Find out now on Otaku Movie Anatomy! Oh, I like it. Yeah. Dance. All right. All right, welcome to Otaku Movie Anatomy, guys. (laughs) She forgot what we were doing. We got real excited about the music and she forgot what uh, we're doing. <laughs> Welcome to Otaku Movie Anatomy, Good. guys. I'm your host, Human Ninja, joined by... Oh, you're joined by Jonathan Mesa at Kaiba Cat. Haha. <laughs> and I am Chubby Bunny Michelle. Is it weird that we self-introduce? Like, maybe we should be introducing each other. Maybe. Right, yeah. We should change it up. You know what? Yeah, I'll do that next yeah. week. I'll do okay, that next week. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> New plan, guys. <laughs> Today we're discussing Clam's Cardcaptor Sakura, the movie, the first movie. Which is kind of a mistake because we should have been talking about yeah. the second movie. <laughs> It was me, guys. Is that was, is that, that's we're going to start off our show with. Sorry, well, we ruined so it. Movie one is a filler, and then movie two it wraps up the entire season. I totally thought we were watching movie two, but we are watching movie one, so we're going with movie one, guys. So, and we can talk about both. I don't know. Yeah, but get prepared for a riveting filler movie. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the genre of this movie is Magical Girl slash Shoujo and was written and illustrated by the iconic Japanese mangaka group Clamp. Awesome. Yeah. The- well, they started out awesome and they got, they got, was it? What was that? They got I- mad with power. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah, they, they, they did. Because they, they started did. out as Dojin, a Dojin group, right? Yes, they started out as Dojin group with 11 members. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. How many do they have now? They have four. A whole... They have four. Oh. Yeah, they went from 11 to 7 to 4. Mm. Four was when they debuted with RG Veda. Yeah. Oh, so but now they're mad with power. Now they're like, we'll do whatever we want. We won't finish anything. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, they're just like, we're just going to start a whole bunch of shit and not finish Jack. <laughs> it's crazy. They're so, they have a lot of ongoing stuff now. They, they do. Have, Some uh, stuff that just dropped. Texas Hall is still going. Uh, oh, is that really Chron- still going? Subasa Reservoir Chronicles were like, hey, we're going to stop this. Oh, we're going to start it again. They just started it again. Yeah. And then the XX Holic, they, they're starting it again. And it's XX Holic Ray. It's a different girl. Yeah. There's uh, also Gate 6 or 7. Six, it's I called Gate 6. I started reading because I was like, is this really clamp? And it, it starts out exactly the same as like so much of the other stuff. To and their like, credit, the, the one thing that they have like drawn and finished is Code Keys. <laughs> in, the, in the past like couple of years. And they've got a new Code Keys coming out next season. They burned me too many times, man. Like seriously, I haven't even touched Code Keys because I'm, I was just... I, I'm scared. Them. I'm just scared they're not going to finish things. Well, the, the thing is really good, they though, gave then. me Chobits, and that that just it melts my heart. I love me some Chobits. When did they make the jump from like cute little girl like Shoujo to everyone's going to die, or we're not going to no, do the story? No, or they start that way. So they started that way. So tell, tell me something. All right, so let's just get into <laughs> the breakdown of this movie. Mess so Card Captor Sakura was actually. Um, released uh, in manga form in 1996 and ran until 2000. The manga was their first like true stab at like Magical Girl and Shoujo because there was Magic Knight Re-Earth mm-hmm. but they always have these kind of like tragic sacrifice kind of moments in a lot of them. So you, you have RG Veda which is based on I think Veda, Vedic? 
like mythology. It's like it's like Indian based. Like okay. all of the I know I read it, but I can't remember. Yeah, it. but everybody so kills each other and dies. And oh, they cool. have cool. Tokyo Babylon, where the two main characters oh, yeah. love each other and then one has to like murder the other's mm-hmm. sister or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have X, which they didn't finish, but in the T V like series everybody dies. Yeah. Yeah, everybody dies. But they they have this tendency to have like this grim fate, everybody fucking dies. God, how long was X? It was like fifteen 17 manga. 17 Jesus. volumes, Jesus. yeah. Jesus, H. Yeah, I was obsessed with X. I know, you gave me all the manga that you threw away. No. <laughs> you don't know no. X? No, I, no, I never. My wife, that was, this is all her world right here. Mm. My wife actually owns, like, I think Get everything by Clamp. I know, she owns everything by <laughs> That's why, like, even this movie, like, I know, I was like, oh, she goes, what are you watching this week? And I was like, oh, I'm watching Card Captor Sakura. And she was like, you're not watching it without me. And I was like, all right, <laughs> fine, all right, I'm doing this. Yeah, but Card Captor Sakura was actually, um, I think critically hailed uh, by a lot of just Japanese and American the manga itself and the and the Japanese series um because it was just what they called like quintessential magical girl shoujo manga it was very lighthearted um and it also had a lot of um various relationships that were you know same sex and taboo like Students are in love with teachers and um, stuff like, like that. 10-year-old students yeah. are in love <laughs> with full-grown men teachers. Oh, and then, Lord. And then later on in the series, a full-grown female teacher is in love with a fourth grader. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it happens. It, it's, it's not To be fair, she's in love with his soul because his soul is old. <laughs> <laughs> Nice it's try. True. You know what? I want to see that argument in court. I want to see that hold up. But you in court. know, um, what was it? Uh, in the, so we were talking before the show started today about the American dub a little bit, yeah, and how they changed so much stuff yeah. to air on television. And Hot one of the mess. things they totally were like, no, 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 was the whole like student teacher. Yeah, thing. the first. Yeah, the, I can't remember any character. The name of the character, the girl, and then the male teacher. They're yeah. like, oh hell no, they so old. No, yeah, that was no. The but yeah, so that that was definitely what Clamp was known for: same sex and um, and very odd taboo relationships. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, it was one of their kind of light and fluffy uh, mangas and series. Um, yeah, nobody dies. Spoilers. Yeah, ab- like pretty much nobody dies. Yeah. They tell well, Clowry's dead, but, yeah, but he doesn't he die. Starts in off that way, yeah, he right? starts I mean, off dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and yeah. her mom starts off dead. Oh yeah, her mom also she comes back a little bit though. There's in the, like in the, in the there's the like manga. sad moments, but it's it's very true to like this kind of like even when she when she fights like like the cards to capture them. There's no real like. Enemy, enemy it, or struggle. It's kind of like a Pokemon, yeah. you know. It's kind yeah. of like you catch yeah. a Pokemon and it, then you bring it. She you brings battle it out your later. wills and your spirit, not, yeah. Yeah. not your <laughs> and not against each other. And it was yeah. super popular because of the fan base. It was because Clamp was already established to have like you know older audience. They uh, were mad with power. Yeah, <laughs> before they were mad with power, the Cardcaptor Sakura series captured you know like it was made for you know children of that age. I think Sakura is a ninth grader, so she's about ten years old, ten nine or ten years old. And then they they had fans like in like adult ages, like our ages, basically both male and female. Yeah, I mean the art, the, you know, their initial fan base was older anyway, mm-hmm. um, so they got new fans that way. But also the art is is great. I mean, yeah. say yeah. what you will about Clamp being mad with power, as I keep saying over and over again. Yes, it's, their art is really great. It never, yeah. even in that weird Gate Six thing I was reading, it's it's really it's really holds up. Yeah, they. I mean, they're they're just kind of iconic for having just heavily heavily detailed backgrounds along with their characters. 
Outside of Subasa Chronicles, I did not understand the characters' looks. Oh my in that god! One. I, I thought they were freakish in Subasa Chronicles. They had like these long, gangly. Well, I was like, no one looks. That's always how Clamp has been, though. Like yeah. they have like I, they, the, the, the Subasa was yeah. weird for me, man. It went off. I don't. I remember. I tried, I tried watching, watching that too, and, and I, was I tried like, reading no. it. As well. I tried reading it, and not I didn't happening. get. It was get too. Passed. That's when, like, right around that time, I was like, "You guys are mad with power because they're like." We don't even need new properties. We want to take all our old characters and put them in a new thing. Shove them in a thing together. But you know they've been doing that from the beginning, though. They've always done that from the beginning. Like they totally were. Yeah, but that one, that one, they were just like, we're not going to create any new characters. Everybody from every our entire world. They go, they go from like a two of of like you know Pixar level, like oh look at this uh, you know thing we're you know talking with other series to like a ten of we don't care, we're gods. (laughs) We'll destroy everything we've created and make it a new. Uh, anyway, so the first movie was directed by Morio Asaka, who also directed, who's mostly known for directing episodes and mostly shoujo-based ones. He did Galaxy Angels, uh, Chobits, Nana, uh, recently Oremono Gatari, and oh. he also did Claymore, which was odd. What? That's different? Yeah, That's Claymore is super different. different. <laughs> yeah, so you have all these lighthearted ones and Cartographer Sakura, and then you have Claymore. Wow, very different. Uh, the movie was released in August of 1999 and obviously was written and illustrated by Clamp. The story was actually developed by the leader of Clamp. Do we know their names? I don't know their uh, names. Leader it's, of Clamp? It's Nanase, I think. She just goes by leader. She's leader. Leader. No, okay. So these Clamp... Okay, Matter of Power. The, the mad, yeah, Matter of Power. So she <laughs> used to be called... Ageha. Well, she, no, she, her real name, I don't remember her real name, but then she changed it to Ageha Nanase, and then she changed it back. But she's not the only one that's had, like, moni- uh, various monikers in Clamp. They, they all variously changed the name throughout their history. Hmm. So I have no idea we what her name gods. is now. We'll change whatever it is we yeah. want. The, um, the picture that we're depicting of Clamp is just like... It's like four women yeah. with a ton of power. Yeah, it's like, what? Well, it's the view with like... Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's what they are. The Clamp is the view. Yeah. That's what it is. If the view made anime. But it's like, I, I can't really remember the other two, but one of them is just called Mokona. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, because yeah. that's why there's Mokona and Rare. And Rare, yeah. But yeah, they all have changed their names at some point. I tried to Wikipedia, but it leads you like through different mm-hmm. pages. Because <laughs> it's it's a big like family yeah. tree of names, but there's only four people. But yeah. it's just all their names. <laughs> um, so this movie, this movie. Back, back to the this subject, movie. guys. This, movie. this yes, movie, movie, it takes place. It is definitely a filler movie. It takes place between the first and second season of the anime series. And basically what happens is Sakura has this strange dream, this kind of, God, what's it called? You know, like a... Premonition? Premonition in yeah. the dream it where she's foreseen. being pulled pulled like pulled underwater by some cloth and the next day school gets out for spring break because <laughs> I love your synopsis. <laughs> you just, kind of... you just hit it all. And then there's some water and then there's school. No keep going, go ahead. Go yeah, and so her and Tomoyo go to to the store um and win this magically win this trip to Hong Kong through Unknown mystical forces. The ball is magically. Yeah. It was magical. The, the ball just kind of ball. flies into her hand, and it's like a golden ball. I like it in this part of the movie too. Like the chick that is working at the shop is like, "Oh, that golden ball. Let's see what prize it yeah. is." <laughs> like it's obviously gold. Yeah. 
I this may be a mon, like a minimal prize. <laughs> but you know what? They did have to like like peel out as many minutes as they could in this movie, and it felt that way at times. I was like, oh my gosh, like yeah, I understand this is like a long episode right now, and it's going on <laughs> and on and on. We did we did discuss this earlier too. This movie's like an hour long. Maybe? Hour twenty one. Right. This right. is the 21. first movie we've done that's not two hours. That's true. It's like every other movie has been like, we have to make the two hour mark, or we got a <laughs> yeah. real movie. In. <laughs> and it just kills me because like, there's no editing. Yeah, I think it's just it's because this is before the time when two hour movies were a thing. Right, right. So, yeah. So yes, yeah, so they go on. Okay, so they their, get the ball, and she wins a trip to Hong Kong, Yay. and they go to Hong Kong with just her and her friends. No father, no adults. I love no adults. That. Just all like, teenagers cool. and children. Just yeah. a big brother, his best bro, her best bro, best girl, and they're gone. Yep. Yep, and they're gone. And then they run into Xiao Ran and his family there. And, and his family is... Yeah, from Hong Kong. Yes, from there. Hong Kong, he, is, yeah. he is Chinese. Yeah, he is. And he is there hanging out with his family... Who's, and his mother happens to be a very powerful sorceress. Because they tell you. <laughs> and well, it's not, it's not no, by it accident. Sense. It's because no, that makes sense. his family is related to... They're descended Clo- from Clow Reed. Yeah. 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 No, it actually I makes sense. Right. It makes Clow sense, actually. <laughs> Wait, what's the, what's the card in Kuro? Isn't it Kuro? It's Clow card. Is it? It's a Clow card. Shit. <laughs> no, I'm looking at, I want to look at the Katakana. You keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyways, so Shaoran's mom basically warns her against all her weird nightmares that she needs to avoid water, and of course, what happens is she can't. And she runs towards water every chance she yeah, gets. She absolutely gets pulled in by a book. Well, they eat later. First thing, first thing, she goes to the well. Oh yeah. That's first, she chases she chases magical birds with like full on glowing white eyes who lead her to a well, and she almost gets sucked into a well because she gets put in a trance. And then the and, book. And then the book. And then there's they like realize five that dream sequences. Yeah, there's, Dude, like there's a whole so many bunch. dream sequences. They heavily push that something's gonna happen, or yeah. they're just like, we need more minutes. Yeah, more minutes. <laughs> just one more dream, guys. Come on, let's. She just chased the birds the first time, and then the mm-hmm. second time when they took her to the book, and she got sucked into the book, she chased. The birds a second time. You know what? I don't get the most out of this though. Like, cause Sakura, I mean, her character is she's developing her like latent magic abilities, so she's not super powerful. But you have like Shaoran and all these other people around her who are very magically powerful, but yet none of them can sense that this is happening. So she just kind of gets brainwashed every single time. And then is this, at this point in the movie, is her brother still pretending like he doesn't know? Or Yeah, at this point, her brother still pretends that he doesn't know. But he does know. He senses it because he has... But he knows. Yeah, he, he knows. Because there's that, that scene where they're eating the dim sum, where he's like, well, I want the oh, one yeah. that Kara's in, you yeah. know? And then she's like freaking out like, oh! But yeah, he totally knows. Kara likes to <laughs> eat. Stupid Kara. Yeah. Kara's the best character. He's adorable. He is adorable, little... Sprite. What is he supposed to look like a cat with a tail? No, he's wings? supposed to be. Uh, well, cats have tails. Well, they call <laughs> it. They call it. Uh, they call him Caroberos, but it's actually the Cerberus. Good old yeah, Cerberus. Yeah, Cerberus. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, of course, Cerberus. The, the, the traditional Cerberus is a three-headed giant three-headed dog, dog yeah. who looks like he's gonna like murder you and your family. Caro, on the other hand, is the cutest Cerberus I've with ever seen. With an Osaka accent, very cute. Yeah, and he's like. Oh, so, so in the anime, at the end, Carol has this little show with his, like, very Osaka humor, and he, like, oh, goes yeah. through the recap. He's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, back to the movie. Yeah, so back to the new movie. She chases this water world situation. Water and then world. she water realizes that, that <laughs> they're actually being called by this powerful sources named Madoshi, who's been trapped in this other water That's not realm. A name. That's just the title. Mado, Mado, Mado is, is a couple, is magic, and then she is like someone who does. So she's just a magician. She doesn't get a name. She has like a name in Su, one of. Sue Young? Yeah. Sue Young. They put that name in the, in the English version. In, in English, English version. but not in the Japanese. Yeah, she's just yeah. Madoshi. So why just canon? In English version, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> English version, go to hell. <laughs> so, I agree with I, you on so Madoshi has been trying to call Cloud Reed back to this realm. It With is cloud. I, I looked it up. Sorry, I doubt See, you. Don't doubt me. There's a ooh on the end. It's crow, crow. It's not crow. I didn't know. Well, I'm, getting, I'm glad it's cloud. Me. It's easier for me. So I'm, wow. I'm gonna go with that cloud. Cloud. Cloud read. Cloud That's cards. why I didn't want to say cloud. It sounds kind of stupid. Like clown. Tell me more about them. Cloud it's like cards. one letter away from being clown. I don't like it. It is. <laughs> I don't know why they chose cloud. I effing hate cloud. Like it would make more sense if it was crow. Mm. Crow mm-hmm. cards. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't like it. it sounds yeah. more ominous than cloud. Like I don't. They, I, 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 I show you a clip was just googling. Like, They're just like, let's just make up they this didn't, name. Yeah, right? they, <laughs> no Google that. They were flipping through an old. This was made when Google did not exist. That's right. That's, That's right. It, it was didn't. only Yahoo and web crawler. Oh, don't forget about oh, wow. with the <laughs> did have, Alta Vista. Did they have AOL. <laughs> it did. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> this at the time they did. It was because it was America Online. It was in Japan. Did they have AOL in Japan? Someone has to tell me. All right, if you guys are on with us on the no, chat, no. please let us know if they had um, Japan AOL online. in Japan. I guess Japan Online, like in in 1999. Do we have that in 1999 in Japan? I have no idea. I have no idea. They must. Okay. Uh, they that must. They had to have because I, I I was I remember 1999. I had in the AOL, mail. Well, so they had their own version. Well, they must have had something because we had like. IRC, and I remember Japanese people being on IRC. Well, I had the internet. Just AOL was a service that was just for, <laughs> for AOL. Me, yeah. It wasn't like I used to think that AOL was all the whole internet. I didn't know. <laughs> but I was, I was. Well, this is in like nineteen ninety. You know, ninety nine, ninety nine, or whatever. Yeah, ninety nine, ninety nine. No, it was earlier than that. I had AOL. It yeah, was. Yeah, I sure. had early AOL. Yeah, not, not, sure. not this month movie, but I mean, I've had it. <laughs> I had AOL in ninety six. Yeah, I was trying. To, I think I was. I had it on the, when I was in sixth grade, so I don't know how old you I was. Know, I just want to talk about AOL for the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I Guys, really AOL and Card Cutter Sakura just go They're hand just in hand. AOL. Locked together. But anyway, I thought it was the whole internet, and then I was like, what's this little world pick, like clicky thing? And I clicked that, and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, before we get too far off track. So. <laughs> This so, movie really captured yeah, us. I know. It really, really captured it really us. Just, if you're on the chat, I see there's like two people there. Holla. Don't forget yeah, to just holler at yeah, us. Talk with Lawrence us. A, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Um, yeah, so anyway, so Madashi has been calling for Cloud Reed. And obviously she pulls in Sakura and Sharon because they both have Cloud cards. Um, I guess spoiler if you didn't watch the show. They spoiler this is the end of a long time ago. They both have cloud cards and that's why she's that's why she thinks they're there. So they both have to tell her that he is been long dead. And of course, she freaks out and decides to capture all of her friends and is like, Well, you're lying to me because because yeah, reasons. Does, she yeah, never really reasons. listens. Like she never yeah, she doesn't listen at all. Ghosts never really end. listen when you wake them from the dead. They're all super mad all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this a trip? Is that I'm a trip? Are ghosts always mad? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but oh, we, you did bring up a good point. Yeah, like you should not watch this movie if you have not seen the show. Just don't do it. Yeah. It doesn't don't even do matter, though. I doesn't honestly like it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it because you're just going to sit there going, what? It's true. Yeah, I guess yeah, there's, no. there's no establishing. No yeah. point watching this movie without seeing the you, show. You have to kind of already know the characters because mm-hmm. yeah. you just kind of jump right into it. Yeah, um, catching the arrow card. Anyways, so so Sakura has to basically, she, she first escapes and then has to go back and rescue her friends and then realizes that the reason why Madoshi is having such a hard time and being so angry is because she was actually in love with Cloud Reed and never had the chance to tell him. Aww. So she can't accept that he's dead. And so through Sakura's magic kindness and sympathy, she she helps it's her realize kindness, this. It's not magic kindness. <laughs> she just kind of she just kind of cries and is like, "I know what it feels like." Um, and that, and, for some reason, ends everything. Yeah. And she's so like, oh, Madoshi's like, "Okay, I'll just release all of your friends now and fade away." And the movie's over. And that's it. Very yeah. anticlimactic. I, 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 I was so like the end of that movie. Well, all you had to do was be like, I understand your feelings, and then she's everything's fine. No one's gonna die now. Okay. No, but Sakura had to like make the realization, even though it came in like the form of like that weird tear bubble memory. Yeah, I was I was totally unclear as if it was like was it her seeing it or, or was she it, telling the story? Yeah, or like was it just us, the viewers, seeing it? Oh. Like they didn't really make that clear. <laughs> You know, Lawrence A, don't worry about, you know, the movie too much. Watch the second movie, Lawrence yeah. A. I know. Watch the, the second, second movie. movie yeah. Don't, don't even worry about This is a filler episode, a really long filler episode. It was. But it's cute. I it's mean, cute. It's cute. It's got some cute stuff, and that's all the show is, is cute. <laughs> and, you know, and you guys did talk about how beautiful it looks. Like, there's some beautiful looking yeah. things. I mean, and for 1999, guys, this is like for classic 99. 90s that's anime. a year, not a price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. And I also want to point out that they go to Hong Kong. This is two years after. After, uh, after the English, like gave back Hong Kong to China, they were like, "Oh, and I, I guess we don't." Own I looked up. Yeah. I looked. I tried to look up photos of the places that they went in mm-hmm. the movie, and it was pretty accurate. Hmm. Um, Bird Street. Is that a real thing? Bird Street? Bird Street. They go to Bird Street. <laughs> has, Bird who Street. has been yeah, to that, China? They go to Bird Street and she like, sees birds and chases them. Like, like, Bird Street. And I remember like when they get, okay, this part of the film. So they're like, where are we going to go? We're in Hong Kong for the first time. This is amazing. Oh, let's go to Bird Street. And I was like, who the hell wants to go to Bird Street? Like, I go but to Tokyo Hong Kong. Tokyo is very enchanted. She's very like, because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, it sounds like a place where you're getting shit on my birds. Yeah. <laughs> but Tokyo like, is like. Oh, the birds are so beautiful. And I'm like, all right, thank you for giving me a reason to enjoy this, Tell me. <laughs> all right, I'll take that. Because I, I was thinking that. She like, addresses the viewer's concerns. <laughs> yeah, because I totally did. I was sitting, I was watching, I looked at my wife, and I was like, Bird Street? I was like, really? This is what we're doing? Okay. It's like a menagerie that's free and full of uh, illegal birds. Illegal? Hey, that's what it They're is. probably illegal It's illegal birds. birds. It's black market birds. Always black market birds. In like Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, the part I found funny, too, is like when the when they're in the bookshop, and the, the old bookshop keeper is just like, oh, are you? Japanese, let me come out and help you. And it's like, how does how can you tell that she's Japanese just from like hearing from and afar? So the like, book, so, so they just have this whole adventure of getting sucked into this book, and they're yelling. The whole place fills with water, and then you know only only Sakura and Tomio get get kicked back out of the book, and yeah. everyone else is still stuck inside the book. Yeah. And then the guy comes down the stairs. Oh, <laughs> do you need any help finding anything? And how did Tomio and Sakura get out of there? Without being like, we just stole your shit by like how there's only one way to get out. How do they Well he was coming from upstairs, upstairs. and they took off at the front door. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He was never in the oh. bottom area to be yeah. old guy, he could not yeah. hear yeah. shit. Yeah, I do. <laughs> there was we were down there. We sweep Japanese. It's basically it's the old guy who's introducing our show. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, is your power level over nine thousand? Oh, I man. think it's a Yamcha. Um and I think it's right. Yamcha. <laughs> 
Uh, real quick on the chat, Lawrence A asked, do you do other anime movie reviews? Yes, we do. Check Popcorn Talk Network's site. There's a, We did, I don't know, five episodes. This is our point. fifth episode, yeah, I think, right? It's our fifth yeah. episode. episode. You've got four more to watch, Lawrence A. Get yeah. on it. You should and especially watch the one with Naruto. <laughs> that was a good one. Naruto. Attack on Titan was really good, too. We were yeah. so pumped the whole episode. We were just screaming and hitting each other. and That was good. Singing. Buffers. Yeah, and then if you want to be really depressed, <laughs> watch our Miyazaki. Well, that oh, was a, that yeah. was really. You guys rough. have a paper to write for school. Watch that one. There it is. Cool. Actually, yeah, that was we the most like information, informational, and like politically yeah. challenged review. Yeah. That was really nice. When I was in school uh, at good old Penn State back in the day, um, I, <clears throat> as part of my Japanese major, they had some like ridiculous like anime class or whatever, or like studying Japanese culture through anime. And we had to do so many Ghibli movies. And that's why I had to wear, watch stupid Grave of the Fireflies. Like, no! Yep. <laughs> that's what broke me. That'll that and then friggin' Gen, oh, um, the Barefoot Gen. Uh, all World War II oh, stuff. Oh, uh, those, are, those are all rough. I can't, I had, I had those images logged in my memory. But moving right along. Moving <laughs> along, yes. Moving Sorry, on. Sakura. Sakura. What else to say about <laughs> no, this? I'll tell no you what, there's, there's, there's yeah. one thing I want to talk about when it comes to this film. And that is, it really did give me like a sense of nostalgia because I'm from the um, 90s era. I'm yeah. a 90s baby. Uh, well, I mean, born in the 80s, but I grew up in the 90s. And all my anime yeah. was predominantly from the 90s on, my, on VCR. And the music from this, from this anime movie, from Sakura, is fantastic. Because it is the music of the 90s anime movies. Like, it sounds like, and just go with me here, it's like upbeat porn music. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> bow, da, 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 da. So like the slow like a porn song would be like if you speed it up it's an anime. Now I'm gonna always think about this. Think about it when you watch this movie. If you watch this movie, think about it when you hear that music and she's like running and chasing you know like the birds. Upbeat porn music, everyone. 90s anime. That's what it is. I was thinking something completely different. Like the like the opening theme songs. There's always like these magical like trills like. In all the anime mm, music, that's yeah. all I remember from anime music back in the day. <laughs> this is having sex music. Yeah, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> during the show, like it's all the music during it. You know, it's like upbeat, but because it's not actually, you couldn't actually do it to that song. I mean, boy, I'm going too deep into this. this I don't even. Why are you having a rhetorical conversation? About but but like the song itself, that's kind of like the, the the feel of it. Like weird, oddly, I was watching. That's what I was thinking. But then I realized all my all my movies from the '90s, all my series from the '90s, all kind of sound like that. Yeah. Like, all the music in, in between everything sounds yeah. like that. Upbeat porn music. It's kind of like upbeat porn music. And heck, there a lot of anime from that era was basically upbeat porn to begin with. Mad Bull, um, you know, Legend of the Overfiend, that stuff was nuts. <laughs> don't I, The two titles I watched, don't go into those with soft hearts, my yeah, friends. Yeah, no, those, especially Legend of the Overfiend, that is totally yeah. not safe for work. Yeah, <laughs> not, don't watch it at work. NSFW. Legend of the Overfiend. That's before they had NSFW as a real thing. We'll each other like, hey, hey don't, don't click that, don't click that. Don't yep. click that at work. Not don't at work. It. Not at work. <laughs> Sakura's okay for work. Although you should be working. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. Should be no, working, no, yeah. it's fine. Minus the whole children being in love with adults and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that's really the, pro- the issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was cute at the end how Sakura talks about uh, Yukito. And yeah. and she's like, you know, says like that Madoshi never told uh, Clow that he she was in love with him. And yeah. that was, she waited too long and ended up dying. This is the spirit in the film. She ends up dying, never, you know, fulfilling that request of uh, telling the man she loved that she loved him. And Sakura says, you know, about Yukito, she says, you know, someday, someday. And it's really yeah. sweet. That was a nice little moment. You I'm know. like, don't do it, girl. Don't do. He's so old. No, he loved yeah. your brother for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it doesn't for work sure. out. It doesn't, for I sure. mean, that love, that love angle doesn't work out. It's in like, the Sakura, end. Sakura, have you been watching the show? God, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Your brother's always with him. Yeah, they just best friends. That was confusing. 
Yeah, they're you know they spend a lot of time together mm-hmm. in their rooms, you know, and then uh. all of a sudden upbeat anime music plays in the back of the room together. Jonathan, I think you were you're gonna cover characters and themes for us. Oh yeah, I was already starting on that. Oh were you? Yeah, I didn't even notice. I was actually slowly getting in there. Just all about the porn music. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, really, what what could we do with that? I mean, just what could we go over? I mean, our two main characters, you know, we have, um, you know, Shouron, Shouron and Sakura, or Sauron. In the English but. dub version, they changed Shouron's spelling into Shouron, S-H-O-W-R-O-N. Shouron. Shouron. Which is terrible. And yes. this, we've got a lot of love triangles, of course, it's a mm-hmm. magical girl thing, so you've got, you know, Shouron in love with Sakura, you have Sakura in love with Yukito. No, yeah. Shouron's in love with Yukito. Yeah, at first. this point. Yeah. He's in love with Yukito at this point. Wait, mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah. No, yeah. he's not. He's in love with Sakura at this no. point. No, he realizes it like way later. He, he realizes it in the second oh, I'm season. Jumping it. Yeah. I'm jumping. Okay, I've jumped it here. <laughs> but that's that's the concept. So, okay, so I've jumped I've jumped the gun here. That's much later. That's going to happen. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, okay, and then, of course, you know, we have our, our sidekicks, you know, um, Sakura and, and, and Shouron. Shouron has, uh, you know, Tomoyo and Mei Lang. They're always, you know, hanging out. Yeah. I like uh, Tomoyo because she's always videotaping everything yes. with the old school she's handheld the best recorder. She's <laughs> totally, totally creepy friend. But she's like her second cousin. She's like Sakura's yes. second cousin. Yes. Which is weird By, because she yeah. really comes off like she's really into Sakura. Is it a second cousin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's her second cousin. Her, her mother cousin. is her mother is related to that to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because they're yeah. Okay. So it's one generation removed. Like For some it. reason, I was thinking they were sisters or something. No. Yeah, and <laughs> and like the way she is with Sakura may seem like an ancestral thing, but it's not. It's totally not. It's just she just loves videotaping her. And okay, it could be. No, nope. like, Tomio's in love with Sakura. Tomio, come on, totally really? Yeah. yeah, she's totally. I, th- I in thought love. I thought that would totally be ancestral because I originally thought that, but then I was like, oh wait, no, they're uh, family. Second cousins is fine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, First you can't cousins. do that. That's family. Could they really wrote it that way? Yeah, yeah. they really wrote it that way. It's the love triangles at the beginning are. Sakura and Yukito, and then so and yeah. then uh, shout out to Yukito, and then Yukito to her brother yeah. Toya, yeah, yeah. Toya, and then Tomoyo to Sakura. And, and then, then mailing to shout on. Right. Yeah. Wow. I backtracked so much because I was like, oh, wait, no, they're family. I can't, that, that's not true. Mailing. Wow. Mailing and shout on are cousins too. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't it matter. Doesn't matter. Clamp Love don't give a shit. It make them even closer. Yeah. Clamp, Clamp does not give a shit. Have you yeah. seen that? There's way more incest than that in other, other stuff. Yeah. Jeez. Brother and sister stuff. I'm well, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, brother and sister stuff. Okay. Well, so, okay. So, all that aside, there's a lot of incest going on now. So, all my things about the music make sense. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so we get introduced here. We've got, um, you know, okay, am I saying this right? Yelan? Yelan is the mother? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yelan. Uh, is that Shaolin's mother. Yes. Yeah, Yelan. Yeah. Yelan, okay, if I'm saying Yelan, that right. Yelan. So we get to see, you know, uh, a powerful, you know, magician. Obviously, you know, Sharon, you know, gets gets something he, a little bit from his mother. That's fantastic. She's a really cool, powerful she magician. She gets it from Clow Reed's side. Mm-hmm. His yeah. mother, right? Yes. It's part of their family? It's, yeah. Okay. They're all descended from Clow Reed, who is English, I think. Yeah, his half that's English is... Yeah. What? He's, someone related him there, I know. <laughs> so he apparently was English, went to China, and then... Like, I'm like, talking about, oh, he was half English. It was very important, the story somehow. <laughs> but it makes sense because England owned Hong Kong. I think oh, that's what yeah. it is. Oh. Guys, don't forget, don't 97 forget. handbag. 97. <laughs> All right, this is also history. The great thing about the show, it's also a history lesson every week, <laughs> it seems like. Um, let's see, who have we left out right here? Uh, her, her uh, Toya, her incredibly charming, sexy big brother. He's the best. He's, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. He, if you watch the sh- series, he's he works everywhere. His, his whole stick is that he has a part-time job everywhere she goes. 
But he only works that part time job for one day. One day. <laughs> and he's really mean to her, which really like he like pranks her all the time. It's really funny. Yeah. I dig when she was like, you know, oh, you know, dad was like, hey, you know, uh, your big brother's gonna go to China with you. And she's like, oh, can you, are you gonna go to China with me? He goes, for five chores. Like, I'm totally gonna, like, you're, you're gonna have to do my chores now. I'm doing this for five yeah, chores. Yeah, they're always bartering chores. It's great. And yep. the show. Yeah. And the, the, I think the characters that I love the most in this, uh, caught me off guard, were, um, Shadron's four. Yes. Sex crazed sisters. They were not sex crazed. They just thought things were adorable. They were, they were. They were. They were at like a ten at all yeah. times. Yes, like they get introduced and they are at a ten, yeah. and then they just like went up to eleven. Like that was the like they were just <laughs> crazy hot. They get all over Sakura, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they see you know Toya and Yuki do. Then they scream and move on. Oh my gosh, it was it's fantastic. weird because they're all like. Crazy like bubbly girls, and then you know, like then you have like, is just, yeah, he's like, like broody, and he's like, literally <laughs> sitting in the porch, like hands crossed, like leaning against it, looking at the ground. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, be more syndetic, I want Christ. Yeah, and I, I dug that, and yeah, it, I loved all the little mm-hmm. moments with them. We only got them for one little scene, really, but yeah. it was yeah. nice though, because even like when they're like, okay, we're gonna leave. Oh, that's like the only time you really get to meet them, because he does yeah. mention. Uh, in the anime and the manga, like, oh, I have four sisters, and but you yeah, don't but, really but, get to see them yeah. until the movie. That, yeah, I don't think I don't remember ever sure seeing them. See I don't see. I don't, don't remember them at all. I didn't remember them at all. Actually, I just never in the film. Never go back to China. Fuck China. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that place. It's only in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like this in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and the last character we're dealing with is a one-off of Madoshi. I mean, this is a one-off right there. Madoshi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, she goes. She goes crumble, crumble when she <laughs> finds when she uh, finds out that Clarice's dead mm-hmm. in a very anticlimactic fight scene at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. We're dealing with. I mean, it's look. It's uh, it's a shoujo. It's it's yeah. a it's a schoolgirl anime. Kid, it's a kids show. Yeah, yeah. it's you're working, you're going to deal with a lot of love triangles, a lot of cute things. Even Caro Severus is a really cute little character. Yeah. Like everything's adorable, and they have absurd powers. At least there's no naked transformation scene. Like that's yeah. you know that's outside of that. It's really nice. I mean, what else? Yeah. What else can you go with about this? It's it's magical girl. I'll be it's honest. Adorable. I'm not a big fan of magical girl. I've never been. I was in Nanoha. Um, the dub, which I would suggest not watching, actually. <laughs> I, I always love, like, guys, you know, I'm, I'm a voice actor, and I'm like, watch the dubs. And this one, I'm like, don't watch that dub. It was not, not a good dub of Nanoha. And, but even that one, like, I've never, never been a big fan of the, outside of Sailor Moon, really. Yeah, for me, like, Sailor Moon didn't do it for me. This did it for me. Really? This, Car- over yeah. Sailor Moon? Over Sailor Moon. Yeah, this I'm is the, the opposite. Yeah. I'm all about Sailor Moon, but card I am, captor, I just... Yeah, I am the card captor of this table. Seriously? Yeah, because I, I like, I got into Sailor Moon only a lot later, only because I was babysitting cousins, but I never understood it, and I think it's... You know what it is? It's because Usagi's an airhead, and I hated, <laughs> I hated her. It's but, an ensemble yeah, cast. It is, yeah. it really okay, is. it's an ensemble. It but Cardcaptor Sakura, it had humor, it had characters I liked, and it was very, very lighthearted. I could be like, oh, I can sit here and just waste 25 minutes watching this. I think that's why I liked it. Yeah, and Sharon was, like, remember when I used to watch back in the day? Uh, I loved him. I, th- I really dug his character. Like, he I kind of had a little dick the whole time. I, don't I know, <laughs> I, I, I dig he's, him. He's so awkward the he's entire so time. I like him. I don't really like him. I, I, I dug him. He's strong. He's powerful. At the same time, he's kind of a D-bag. I like him, man. I, I like him. his cool sword. I like how yeah. he gets a sword and then uh, Sakura gets her little, you know, the wands. Her stealing wand. The key. Her bird wand. Yeah. yeah. That's what they call it. Ceiling she wand. found it on Bird Street. <laughs> she didn't find it on Bird Street. We are so hung up on this fucking Bird Street. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I realized I never, I never put it together. But like the, the key, you know, thing. It reminds me kind of of um, like Kingdom Hearts, you know. But this obviously came way before, yeah. you know, which is kind of cool. And I realized, oh, that, that's something similar yeah, to Kingdom Hearts. Probably very, like, it's a, it, even like the way that the feathers are in it. It's a super like iconic clamp feather. 
the way it's designed. Yeah, and it's been copied a lot. <clears throat> like, man, I remember, like, early 2000s, you could find that little wing on everything, mm-hmm. like, products, bags, purse, like, everything, uh, especially in the Golita yeah. fashion. Ugh. Yep, because there are two types of clamp feathers, and that cute one is Curly very one. much theirs. Yeah. Very Hermes. Yep. She gets them on her feet with the <laughs> jump card. All right. So now that we're talking about magical girls, Michelle's going to cover magical girls tropes. All right. And just so you know, this is her bread and butter, man. Yep. Some magical this is, girls. This tropes, is tropes, Michelle's tropes, thing. If you've <laughs> never looked up this girl's wedding, go uh, go and look at her stuff. Follow her Saw and look YouTube. at pictures of her wedding. It's the bomb. A full-on Sailor Moon wedding. I had a Sailor Moon wedding, and it, it was fine. And I, <laughs> nothing bad happens, and, and there was no judgment passed upon me. But when it comes to magical girls, Michelle is your girl. This is your girl. So, let's talk about magical girl stuff a little bit. Um, so, we all know there's tropes uh, in everything, in all anime. Mm-hmm. All, all things anime, there are tropes, but... Magical girl specific, of course, this one is so fucking spot on. First of all, you have your magical contract starts. <laughs> so if anyone uh, has watched the, oh, it's slipping my mind right now, um, uh, Madoka, mm-hmm. it starts a similar way. There's a little animal and a magical contract that's pulled directly from, you know, this one. And then also Sailor Moon, there's a there's the cat, there's Luna the cat, and she yeah. she doesn't say it's a contract, but it's a contract. She it's gives contract. her an item, and then they become, you know, a magical thing. This trope has been explored in so many, so many different kinds of anime and manga, and uh, little little Osaka-speaking Keto comes to comes to Sakura's world and is like, "Hey, girl, you gotta get all you open this book now, so you gotta get all these cards." And she's like, "What? I don't, I don't understand." She kind of didn't even get a choice. She's just kind yeah. of like, "Okay, well, I guess it's mine now." It's like the contract in this case wasn't um, her signing anything, like, but it was just you have a mission. Now you have to do it. Same thing yeah. with Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. You know, her mission was to... I think her original mission was to find the Moon Princess because yeah. she didn't know that yeah. she was it. <laughs> but we all knew because it was in the intro. Ah! That's the one thing I really hate. <laughs> when I'm watching anime, like, being televised as it airs, when you watch the intro, you're like, oh, that's going to be that's gonna be the last bad guy. Okay, look for that guy, and then yep. they're going to become friends, and they're going to be in love, and okay, nailed it all It's like stuff. a trailer that gives you yeah. every piece yeah. of the movie, and you're like, oh, great. Because well, there's always the usually, like, that shot where like it has all the characters and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I haven't seen this person yet, I haven't seen that person, so that person's obviously coming up. Yeah, probably a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah. with Sailor Moon, you have to wait. Well, with the original series, you have to wait like 40 episodes to meet everyone. But yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows yeah. she's the effing Moon Princess. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It's not. A, the silhouette is the same. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> so that's her mission. Um, trying to think about other other magical girl stuff. I mean, this is so quintessential because she doesn't. She gets like powers and she also transforms. Well. Actually, she doesn't magically transform. She just gets powers because her friend gives her clothes. Tomio mm-hmm. gives her clothes. Yeah, Tomio makes all her and clothes. And I think that was really that was a really cute way to do away with um, to like add to give Tomio a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, other than just being Sakura's friend, she's her stylist. Yeah, yep. and her videographer. Yeah. Do those videos ever make it anywhere? Like, does that ever come back and I, bite her in the well, ass? Well, they they watch him in the series. They they go back and watch him, and right. Tomoyo is like super excited about rewatching the stuff that she captured, and <laughs> she's like, "Oh, that looks so cute on you." But yeah, like the only transformation kind of sequence she gets mm-hmm. was is when she has the whole symbol come out and then the the wand transforms. That's right. it. Like yeah. there's no clothes changing or anything. After Card Captor Sakura, there's a series called uh, Camera Capture Tomio, 
I'm joking. <laughs> just a joke. Get it? Because you can't do any camera, of John camera capture. <laughs> camera capture, Tomio. It works, right? Womp, no? All right. Womp, womp. Moving on. Moving on. Keep Another, writing to us on the, on the chat. <laughs> Another trope that we um, already talked about a little bit is you always got to be in love with senpai. There's, mm-hmm. this, there's always got to be, especially in, in shoujo, not just magical girl stuff, but just shoujo, there's always a young girl in school and there's someone who's older than her or more experienced than her or mm-hmm. better at her than something that she really looks up to and really wants to confess to and is... is yeah, it's always first love. Like, yeah. your first love that you have Hatsukoi, to... Hatsukoi, bitch. Yep. That's what they call it. Hatsukoi. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But in this case, her first love doesn't really pan out because that guy's like a... He's in love with her brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was an interesting <laughs> twist. An interesting twist. <laughs> um, and then also you have... You always have a love rival... Uh, we always have a rival, period. Yeah. But there's also, a, in this case, a tsundere love rival. So they, they took a whole bunch of things. So tsundere, if you know what that means, it's it's made from the onomatopoeia word sun. Like, sun sun, it means to be um, kind of cold to someone, but then you're dede, like suddenly you're underneath it, you're kind of warm. <laughs> so a tsundere is definitely Shaoran, because he is super mean to, to Sakura at first, and is like, yeah, you don't, you shouldn't be collecting the club cards, only I should be doing it, and... I hate you, brr, and then suddenly he's like, well, I guess I'll take care of you, brr, I don't know. <laughs> it's not like I like you or anything. <laughs> so he's super sendete, and he's a love rival because he also likes Yukito. In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. And he's a regular rival because he's also trying to com- to collect the cloud cards. Mm-hmm. So he hits three, boom, 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 right away. Yep. <laughs> good, good old <laughs> Shaoran. Um... And so you always have the rich friend. There's always one friend. Yeah, there's just, always a rich friend. Is there always a rich friend? There's always a rich friend. always a rich really? friend. Really? And she sometimes has bodyguards, ones, and yeah. she sometimes has... She always has a big house and just, like, means, you know? Yeah. And it's that's not necessarily, a, again, a, a magical girl thing, but it's definitely a, a thing I see. An anime. A lot of anime. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Or if they're not, like, rich, they're, like, the super popular friend mm-hmm. who can give them lots of things. Okay. Like, well, even, all, like, in yeah. Sailor Moon, like, like a... Venus is like right. Sailor V and she's very well known and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah. you know mm-hmm. there's always the girl who's <clears throat> the friend who is um, the elegant one where people like the the Greek chorus in the background is like oh look at her she's so amazing did you hear that her family owns this bank yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> she's the one to be the next heiress it's like always these people like fucking talking shit I love it that was so, it was wonderfully anime right there <laughs> yeah too. it was oh, it's like oh <laughs> it's true there's always so um, in, in Greek plays uh, there's always the chorus and that speaks the minds of society so in Japanese um, manga they call it the mob characters yeah. uh, mob characters are the ones that do the same thing as the chorus they say what society thinks about them but out loud directly <laughs> so that you know exactly like, yeah. like what's happening and she's like oh so and so is the, <laughs> the heiress of this thing and like oh or like she is the, the beauty of this high school exactly I, I really love this physical gesture yeah. the like Shakespearean aside <laughs> it totally is to the audience it totally is and it's you know um, it's a good way that anime likes to tell and not show yeah. <laughs> it's always right. like a negative in my book but it's kind of funny again it's a thing that happens all the time so you kind of get used to it when you're watching anime or reading manga yeah, yeah. And, you know it's, it's that thing too I'm, I'm so with you I hate the telling and I'd rather just you know, see it and you're like yeah. um, we're smart enough to figure things out uh, and I think telling you know, kind of talks to your audience in a, in a dumb way but I think if you comment on it and sort of like make fun of it and sort of make it playful in a way then it kind of works and anime does that a lot which you know and they, that's where it I mean, make they, it a little more successful they do use it in a very serious way like that's that's the way of storytelling that they use like mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. as easy for them to do that and natural as it is to you know make the best friend character a rich person it's kind of like these are things that always have to happen it's kind of why 
you know, when, when, when manga artists, um, you know, go to their editors with their stories, they, editors tend to push them in a certain way, like to a genre. Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's bad for them to kind of push too far out of, okay, I want this to be a shoujo. Like, we're, who's the love interest? You gotta introduce a rival. You gotta keep it, like, you have to keep things that Japanese people, that, sorry, Japanese people, that readers are expecting because they want that. So yeah. they try really hard not to let them go too far off yeah. and not have those things. So that's why these these constant themes are always, that's why always, are always yeah. there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's because it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, well, this has worked and it's always worked, so you got to kind of stick to the plan mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. I love not sticking to the plan. I'm a fan <laughs> of not sticking to the plan. Because when, I mean, but, in know. stuff that, like, you see that doesn't really stick to the plan, like even, like, on, on Attack on Titan, it's, it's kind of a breakout for its genre, mm-hmm. and it has certain things that reference, like, mecha shows, mm-hmm. and it's, like, shown in action but at the core of it it's pretty different from like like people die in the first episode like his mom dies yeah. you know yeah. like things things that Main like characters die walking yeah. dead like walking yeah, dead yeah exactly <laughs> anything, or game of thrones any, anything disney <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's very and, and very rarely do you see anything that kind of breaks that mold mm-hmm. yeah and yet like being as we all like anime and manga it's it's kind of comforting to, sometimes when you get older it starts to get a little uh, wearisome on yeah. you but it's it's kind of comforting being like oh that's there's the rival I found I fast spotted it I found it yeah. it's like you found Waldo because yeah. <laughs> you kind of know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. so you can like, enjoy it like uh, when you when she won that trip to Hong Kong you knew you knew you yeah. knew her dad was not coming with her you knew there was <laughs> no, gonna be no parents on this trip he's like oh I'm gonna be at a at a conference or some crap or whatever but definitely it's fine if your brother and his best friend who's also a boy takes you and your friend who's a girl like what the hell and they're all I mean they're all like (laughs) six father of the year people the brother's like 16 I think and so it's like none of them are adults we're we're all children you can't even fly that's not even legal (laughs) you can't just send your children away yeah heck you know even Pokemon you're like well you're you're 12 go off into the world by yourself but you got a Pokemon you'll be fine and that's another trope of the whole like the the especially the magical girl genre is that these these young girls have to go on this adventure and take this responsibility by themselves, and their their inexperience with the world mm-hmm. is kind of part of the growth of that. Is part of the challenge of the of the Maho Shoujo girl. She has to win a battle, complete her mission, and grow up and fight for love and justice at the same time, and <laughs> fall in love properly, and be a good friend, and all this crap like gun butt crap that they're always. Yes. Like. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. You nailed that one. Yeah. You nailed that. <laughs> But it is, and then I think it's specifically because um, the writers, when they were developing story, they really wanted to just make a true to form magical girl like genre story, and I think they were pretty successful with it, considering how well it was received. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Card Captor. I mean, it was huge. I remember it, being it was huge it was huge growing up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they brought it over to the U.S. poorly. <laughs> they yeah. uh, they just had their. Did they have a twentieth anniversary as well so recently? Yeah, it was uh, last year. I think. Wait, when did it? When did it? Nineteen nine. Well, nineteen ninety eight is okay. when the anime started, but ninety six is when the manga, manga started. started. <clears throat> Cause I know in Japan they did just they didn't. It wasn't like Sailor Moon when they had the twentieth anniversary. It was like it's the twentieth anniversary, and now it's a whole new series and like tons of merchandise. Yeah. But in Japan, because Ray Earth um, also had their something anniversary recently, so they had a bunch of products out for them. Ray Earth had their twentieth anniversary. That's what it was. Just 20, yeah. So Ray Earth twentieth, and then uh, Saka because they. Uh, Cardcaptor has a bunch of little cute, you know, like pens and crap out now that you can get. Yeah, um, and it's only there. You're only going to get more of it as we roll into 2016. Yeah, so check Amazon. Crazy, bitches. All these 20, it, it, I'm feeling old. All these 20th anniversaries. Even Gellion yeah. just had theirs as well. Yeah, my, my, that, my I mean, that was God. that was our age of mm-hmm. anime. Yeah, the golden age of anime. <laughs> Man, there was some great stuff around that time. 
I think it's, we, I've had this conversation before. I was like, we see it as, oh, it's a golden age because nothing was really crappy. We just didn't get the crappy stuff like we do now. It's easy yeah. to get the crappy stuff There's now. There's so much, yeah. I mean, we're saturated with all the anime now. Basically, mm-hmm. we can yeah. watch anything. Even that comes out in Japan, we have an instantaneous, you know, viewership yeah. of it, you know, by, by streaming. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we do it. Yeah. Whereas before, yeah. all we could get was what was, was painstakingly taken and translated and put on TV and translated weirdly or what we had to go to Suncoast Video oh, and yes. buy for like $30 for like four episodes, kids, okay? Do not be bitching about your $8 Crunchyroll membership every month because that is nothing. That yeah, is true. Nothing. It you was wanted... like 30 bucks for four episodes. Yeah. It was. Dear Lord, that was expensive. I it, remember that. It was cheaper for a dub than it was for a sub. Yes, that's right. And I remember that. Like, sense. You, you had, it was like if you bought a VHS tape, mm-hmm. it was $25 at Suncoast for the VHS and it was like Forty, like for the sub. Yeah, yeah. and if you went to, uh, if you had happened to have any conventions in your little tiny ass town, you could buy. I remember I bought uh, Sailor Moon Super S episodes, maybe like five of them on a VHS for oh I don't know forty dollars. That was a totally bootleg, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, not like just a photocopy inside the thing, and it was like um, a it's like yeah. a, a it all Hong came Kong. out of Canada too. That's why yeah, it's because it came from Hong Kong. Because I remember like, I have so many of those. Like I have, I think I have like Final Fantasy X, like a playthrough nice. from like on disc <laughs> from Hong Kong, and the <laughs> subtitles are awful. Like they're so <laughs> wrong. But I mean, you had like fan subs too. Mm-hmm. Like you send your videos away for two weeks, and they send it back, hopefully, and you <laughs> get a. You get some like fan yeah. subtitle stuff, which I mean, there's equivalence now. Like you, like that people still do like fan subs, but mm-hmm. you can pretty much get stuff instantaneously, you know, legally. So yeah, it's so weird for me to be like, I pay money and it's just on my yeah. TV, and I don't have to do any weird. Like I don't have to yeah. hop on IRC and try to find some guy who's selling it, or like, or like I don't have to stay up all night trying to make sure that this uh-huh. download goes through. Yeah. <laughs> Lawrence A remembers the DBZ. The BBZ VHS. I, I, I love oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love it in Suncoast because it took up like an entire yeah. wall. The whole yeah. wall was Dragon Ball it, Z. It, and it made me like, so Gosh. mad because I wasn't, I, even when it was airing, I wasn't into it. And I was like, yeah. this is some dumb boyish crap. Like, I tried watching it. I was like, oh, that's stupid. Never got into Dragon Ball Z. It was so popular. I know someone, uh, I think it was Lawrence was saying, you know, please do the DBZ movies. Um, the Before we got on this show, there was another DBZ. The recent recent DBZ right. movie was already covered. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's just not a thing I was into, man. Like, yeah. DBZ. I was just pulling I think it's because it was Don't way worry, we'll hit a too DBZ. Shodan. We'll hit something DBZ at some yeah. point. At some point, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to it. Wall. Don't worry. Lawrence A. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll do so it. <laughs> yeah. Not next week, but soon. Yeah. Uh, what was your soon. favorite Clow? 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 Damn it. What was your favorite Clow card? Someone was asking. Favorite card. In the movie or in like, Just like in general. In general. I have to say it's the light and the dark, like because the two of them come together. There was like one episode where she she gets them. The design, I mean, the design in general for all of the cards are amazing, but the light mm-hmm. and the dark were my two favorites, just because you had like they were, they were complete opposites, but also both looked cohesive together. They were just beautiful. When I was a kid, I remember like one of the biggest <laughs> memories I have is Sharon's time card. Huh. He, I don't even he remember that card. Time. And it was awesome. Huh. And I remember being a kid watching that episode, and he stops time. Why did he get all the, like, the, the, the crazy world-changing cards? That's what I, I, I remember thinking. Like, he I was the one of the boy cards. He got, yeah, like he, got, he got the cheat card. It was like a total yeah. cheat code. He was like, oh, wait, time done. And I remember like be just watching this kid being like, that was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. totally cool. So I'm going to go with time. Um, I like the cards that didn't have any real purpose. Like, I really, was it Flower? It's the Flower one? <laughs> Remember, it was like the third episode in. It was like very early on. I think it's like the, the second one she gets is basically, 
Uh, she's either having a school festival, the mm-hmm. athletics festival, and there's lots of like flowers. And oh then, yeah, and then the flowers like just yeah. flood the entire area. And they're like, there's there's probably too many flowers now because I can't see. And then it's just a very kind card that just likes <laughs> to make a lot of flowers fall from the effing sky. <laughs> it's so pointless. <laughs> they had cards for everything. Dear Lord, they did. Would, yeah. yeah, they did. Like, well, there, so in the manga, there's only 19 or 18. But in the in the anime, they're like, oh, we need to have like eighty six because we need to have episodes. Yeah, yeah, it, it was like crazy. She's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm my stomach hurts. He's like, oh, here, have the indigestion card. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, indigestion. There you, oh, yes, thank you. There was a card for my... everything, and they're all really well designed. You can like totally like still buy them too. You can buy all the cards. Yeah, yeah. And there, I think Emma has a cloud deck. Yeah, we have another hoster has a the cloud deck. Can you there's do anything the, like, like well, they're like tarot card shaped and yeah. stuff like so that. So you meant to. to Tell people's fortune with them, or is it just? Uh-huh. I mean, can you tell? Can you tell it with the the indigestion? You're the indigestion. Card. Card. <laughs> the power card. See what card comes I up for you. I can tell your fortune. It's gonna be a rough night. I'm just thinking about it. I don't need yeah. laughing cards. But it was just kind of like very cool designs between like Chinese Taoists and mm-hmm. you know like traditional tarot mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, but um, Lawrence A remembers the time card. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> I remember that one. That's like the one that sticks out the most in my head. This, this makes boy me card. like the worst. It's a boy. It's totally it's a boy card. <laughs> Yeah, so favorite moment? Oh, uh, definitely when, before they get on the plane, her brother is like, when you get on planes, you have to take off your shoes. And she's like, really? And then she, so he totally trolls her. It is, and I laughed so hard at that moment. Because that is totally something that my husband would do to me. Like, just something, because he's just, he is always trying to prank with dumb shit like that. And so she, she, before she gets on the plane, she takes off her shoes, and her brother's like, <laughs> and gets on. And the stewardess is like, no, no, you don't have to take off your shoes, you can just get on the plane normally. <laughs> That part was fantastic. I, I, I totally know why. It was so yeah. simple. It really made me laugh so much. It was like the perfect crime. She was so sweet and innocent about it, too. And just okay. Because, <laughs> you know, in Japan, when you go into your school, you take off your shoes and you change your insides to shoes. And yeah. you go into some certain kinds of buildings, you take your shoes off. Not all of them. Like, not restaurants, but sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it just, I laughed like, LOLL, troll, lol, lol. That's awesome. You jumped it. That's a fantastic moment. Um, I, gosh, I'm so glad you brought up that moment. We told, I, I totally forgot that moment. Um, I'm going to go with the sisters. I mean, yeah. absolutely. It's it's short, sweet. It means really nothing to the film. But it just, it was so outrageous and made yeah. no sense. And like, in compared to the rest of the film, it just, it was this gleaming thing that was shining out, like, and catching my attention to me going, this has no place. And I yeah. love every second of it. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. That was like my favorite <laughs> part. Like, I just remember like sitting there laughing and thinking like, wow, this is the most interesting part of this movie. Because yes. <laughs> they were like cackling. Like yeah. it was crazy. And then they were like complete like fangirls when to- when Toya and Yukido come in. They were just like, ooh. They actually go, they go, woo. They scream. Yeah. Like the woo scream. It's great. <laughs> hey, can you imagine like, I just, I just think about like how it was in the voice acting like studio that day. Oh my gosh. That had to be a fun moment for those voice actors. Yeah, because <laughs> just like squealing. <laughs> it's like amazing. <laughs> Oh, All right. So rating this movie out of five. Oh God. Michelle. Oh, I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like painful, like freaking uh, Exile from Paradise or anything. But <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. Ooh, Exile from Paradise. Sorry, I forgot the name of the movie. <laughs> uh, probably like I mean, it's like a it's like a three and a half. I mean, it's not like that bot like oh I can't watch this, but it's it's cute, but it's not it doesn't make it, it's a it's a filler episode. <laughs> yeah. But again, keep moments, keep moments. Yeah. Um. Boy. Okay. So. <laughs> It was a hard watch for me. I mean, I, the thing is, it was one of those where I felt like, oh, I could leave it on while I do stuff. <laughs> um, because it really was. It was a filler. It was like it felt like just a long episode, so they had to put a lot of stuff in it. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. 
Just a flat three. <laughs> I feel like if you are a fan of the series, um, you don't even need to watch this. I don't think you yeah. need to watch this. <laughs> it, it's it's superfluous. Purpose. It's a superfluous movie. And so if you want to, all Except right, for that cool. shoe scene. That was essential. <laughs> Except the shoes. Yes. I want to give him yes. that. A couple <laughs> key moments. Sisters, shoes, like some yeah. really hilarious stuff. Outside of that, I mean, I just, I felt it was unnecessary. So a three, because it's still adorable. Mm-hmm. It's still, you know, nostalgic for me. And there's a lot of nice things in it that, that work. But overall, just a three. So I'm going to agree with Jonathan. Um, as a Card Captor Soccer fan, I have to give it a three because two weeks in a row. Yeah, it, it was. It fell so flat for me. You know, if you, I mean, I love the series, but this movie by itself was really like anticlimactic, and it was just kind of like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> you know. And other than the sisters and the shoes, like I was like, okay, this really has. There's no real value in it unless you're going to watch the entire first season, so you know everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. But the rest of it, I was like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. maybe watch the second movie because it's the end. Yeah. Of, the second movie occurs after the end of all this, the anime. It series. basically wraps up the the entire series. But this one, it was just kind of like it's like a a kind of extended Naruto filler episode. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thank the Lord Jesus, it yeah. wasn't two hours long. Yeah. So. Wait. You know, oh, there was something uh, interesting outside the film that you guys were at right this weekend. Did you guys do something this past weekend? Huh? Oh, outside the film, like not. No, outside no, the outside the, the film. In like, real life. Guys, wow. Yeah. In real life. Kind of cool. We kind went to Kamikaze this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Uh, I don't know if you nerds do real things in real life, but you should start doing those real things in real life. Yeah, it happens every Halloween, so mm-hmm. you get to cosplay and go trick or treat. It was interesting. They just last year they changed it to be on Halloween, and now it's on Halloween. Yeah, it's just all the weekend, time, yeah. and uh, it's been great for like normal people to just come to the mm-hmm. con- their first convention and cosplay for the first time because they're just wearing like store bought Wolverine costumes. It's really nice. Because yeah. we dressed up both days and we did a we, we did a video with our friend. You can see it on the internet. <laughs> you can totally see it. Of, uh, Where can we see it? Uh, you can see it at Super Taku on YouTube. Super Ataku. Ataku. Oh, actually, I saw it. No, you guys, I saw you guys. Yeah, it was, it was, it's a Drake Ah. video. Pokemon Drake goes and does Hotline Bling at Kamikaze. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I did see, they do that terrible Drake dance, which is just awful dance, and the Hotline Bling dance. Yeah, and he's just jumping from person to person. It's awesome. We had a good time. It was cute. It was cute. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's it for us for Card Captor Sakura, the movie. Yes. Um, Next week. Next week, we are doing... It's my turn. We're doing Red Line. Yes. yes. We're going to be hitting some space race. Space, space racing. Race. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us. And you can find me at You and Ninja Online. Yes, you can find me at KaibaCat. That's on Twitter and uh, Instagram, all that stuff. You can find me at I am Chubby Bunny on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. All right. Thanks. See you next week. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.